0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rosa and welcome to episode 55 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at and 10 To start let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Project Warlock, Beyond Blue, and Demons tier. The games coming out this week include Desperados 3, Colt Canyon, Disintegration, Farming Simulator 19, Curve and Land and Vicon, Dead by Daylight, Silent Hill, Session, Edna and Harvey The Breakout 10th Anniversary Edition, Timberman Verse, Waking, Namco Museum Archives Volume 1 and 2, The Bard's Tale Remastered and Resnarkled, and Hard West Ultimate Edition. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and in a jam-packed week we have 11 stories to cover. Number 1. Everything you need to know about Xbox Series X and the future of Xbox so far. Jason Ronald on Xbox Wire writes, In summary, and I do suggest everyone go read the full article, as we launch into a new generation of gaming with Xbox Series X we see a future where you're instantly absorbed in your games and worlds are even more lifelike, immersive, responsive, and surprising. This detailed post contains everything we've shared so far about Xbox Series X and the future of Xbox. Keep this post bookmarked, we'll update here as we make more announcements over time. Xbox Series X, the most powerful gaming console, empowers developers to deliver on their creative visions and dreams. It packs an unprecedented 12 teraflops of GPU power, and enables new technologies and features like hardware accelerated direct X-ray tracing, variable rate shading, frame rates up to 120 FPS, and quick resume for multiple games, all of which culminately deliver a new level of fidelity, immediacy, and precision and accuracy never before seen in console gaming. Xbox Series X is now in the hands of our 15 Xbox Game Studios teams and the biggest names from our network of game development and publishing studios worldwide, ensuring Xbox Series X will power a new generation of blockbuster games like Halo Infinite. Additionally, we're empowering you to play thousands of games at launch because we believe strongly in delivering compatibility across four generations of Xbox, and we know you want this too. Importantly, more than 80% of console gamers also play on PC and mobile. That's why we're building out services like Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live, and Project X Cloud across console, PC, and mobile, so you and your friends can play and discover your next great adventures on any device. All of this is part of our commitment to give you the greatest gaming experiences and more value from your games. Players are at the center of our vision for gaming, every day we think about giving you and your friends more value from your games and gaming experiences on Xbox. We believe gaming has the power to unify the world through games, but only if it's accessible and inclusive of everyone. A great summary of everything we know about Xbox Series X so far. Be sure for those who missed it, go watch the PlayStation 5 reveal event and showcase for their first party games, second party, and third party. They really put on a good show and the pressure is certainly on Xbox this July to show off their exclusives and games coming to the console. Number 2. Senua Saga Hellboy 2 will run on Unreal Engine 5. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Microsoft has announced that Senua Saga Hellboy 2 is being built on Unreal Engine 5 for the Xbox Series X. The director of program management for Xbox Series X, Jason Ronald, also officially confirmed that the first footage of Senua Saga Hellboy 2 that arrived alongside the reveal of the Xbox Series X at 2019's The Game Awards, was captured in-engine and reflects the power of Xbox Series X available to developers to deliver new universes, experiences, and games in a way you have never imagined. Unreal Engine 5 was unveiled last month alongside a PlayStation 5 demo, Lumen in the Land of Nanite, that is a fully playable real-time tech demo. Even though it isn't planned to become a full game, it gives a glimpse into the future of gaming for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Given how incredible that game looked and the power of the story in Hellblade, I cannot wait to see how good this game looks on Xbox Series X and a brand new engine in Unreal Engine 5. Number three, I don't think Xbox Series X is our last console, says Xbox head Phil Spencer. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, It seems Xbox Series X will not be the last dedicated games console Microsoft makes as head of Xbox Phil Spencer has said, Quote, I don't think Xbox Series X is our last console. I think we will do more consoles to make the great television play experience work and be delightful, end quote. However, he does anticipate a future in the gaming industry in which the question of which console you play on is less significant. Quote, the world where the hardware you bought keeps us from being able to play together seems totally foreign in today's world, end quote. Spencer says in an interview to Wired, he thinks there will be for a long time a world where people want to play on a television and we're committed to that and we will deliver great console experiences. Beyond that, however, Spencer reiterates the increased variety of ways gamers can now play, and says we're going to be focusing on the player and the devices that they have fit in their lifestyle. Good to hear their rededication to console gaming. I recently did just get a new gaming PC, and primarily just play that for Warzone and VR. I love the console experience, and I hope it never goes away. Number 4. Xbox Lockhart references found in Windows Code libraries. Matt Perslo at IGN writes, References to Xbox Lockhart, the rumored second console in the new Xbox Series, have been found in the Windows operating system libraries. Images from the operating system's codes were tweeted by security researcher Title OS, which include five references of the Lockhart codename found within several of Windows System 32 library files. They include files specifically featuring the phrase Xbox Lockhart, as well as Xbox Anaconda, the codename for the Xbox Series X. At this point it would be shocking if the Xbox Lockhart isn't something real, the rumors have been circulating for now years and I cannot wait to see what this console will be. At first I was against the idea of the console, but especially given that PlayStation 5 now has an all-digital edition, if Xbox can come out with Lockhart, a digital console that is a little less powerful than the Series X and can significantly undercut the price of the PlayStation 5 all-digital console, I think it would be a great play for Microsoft and Xbox going into next gen. Rumors have been circulating that we will also find out more about this console in June, so hopefully that is true, or at the July event for Xbox next month. Number 5, Xbox Digital Direct replaces digital game keys in console bundles. Sean Carey at True Achievements, right? It looks like Microsoft will no longer include digital codes for games and other content included in Xbox console bundles. Instead, the company is using a feature called Digital Direct to ensure all digital content that comes with the bundle is redeemed to an Xbox account while setting up the new console. Although not strictly a new feature, Digital Direct is currently used with Xbox All Access bundles, it seems as if Microsoft will be further implementing the program. According to a Redditor who managed to get their hands on the limited edition Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox One console, found that the bundle doesn't actually come with the digital key of Cyberpunk 2077, but found that the game was instead tied to the new console itself. All content in bundles, including game subscriptions for things like Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold and other exclusive digital content, looks like it will be delivered by the Digital Direct feature. An odd little update for people to be aware of that buy new console bundles. This is nice for convenience that you don't have to type in codes, but also does not allow you to resell some digital content if you already own it buying a new bundle. I see pros and cons to both sides, but ultimately, probably a good move going forward for our digital future. Number 6. Microsoft Re-Enables Custom Xbox Live Gamer Picks As Moderation Strain Eases Matt Brown at Windows Central writes, Microsoft has reinstated the ability to upload custom gamer picks via Xbox Live following the removal of the feature earlier this year. The Xbox Live platform holder first introduced a temporary change in March, responding to all-time record engagement across its gaming services in light of current world events. The reversal enables users to upload their image of files as profile pictures spanning Xbox One consoles, Windows 10 PCs, the Xbox mobile apps, and other Xbox Live devices. I want to highlight this story as I don't think many people know it. I do of course as the Xbox Intent Podcast logo is the picture for my gamertag, Broza93. Number 7. Halo 3 ODS2 Firefight joins Halo The Master Chief Collection later this summer. Developer 343 Industries has announced that Halo 3 ODST's Firefight mode will be coming to Halo, the Master Chief Collection on both Xbox One and PC later this summer. 343 Industries posted a teaser over on YouTube with the text reading, Over time, Halo 3 ODST's campaign and Halo Reach were added. Now, at the community's request, the collection's making its way to PC. Still one experience remains absent, Halo 3 ODST Firefight. Later this summer that changes, if you're not familiar with the mode, Firefight pits you and up to three other players against waves of enemies across a number of different maps similar to a Horde mode. The campaign for Halo 3 ODST was added to the Master Chief Collection on Xbox One back in 2015, but Firefight was absent and not included at the time. I used to enjoy these modes a lot more, I remember playing this when Halo 3 ODST originally launched, but I was more of a Gears of War Horde fan myself. Number 8, Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone Season 4 details revealed. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Season 4 of Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone launched last night June 10th and we now have the full details on what changes and what have come with this new update, including the addition of Captain Price as a new Operator. One of the new updates to Warzone adds twists to each match. The first of these twists is the fire cell that temporarily discounts most of the items at a buy station up to 80% or may even make items free. In addition, bringing back teammates is completely free during one of these fire sales. These sales last 60 seconds and loadout drops are not discounted. The second twist is a non-lethal but heavily armored supply chopper that can be destroyed for high quality items like 3 UAVs, 2 armor boxes and munitions boxes, a gas mask, a grenade launcher and tons of cash at a minimum. The supply chopper may not shoot at players but is sure to draw a crowd. The last twist is jailbreak an event that will release all eliminated players back into a match. There will be a one minute notice before a jailbreak occurs, and it can happen at any point during the middle of the game, as with the other twists. It's important to know that these twists can occur during a match, but that doesn't mean they always will. There will also be three limited Warzone modes debuting in Season 4, Juggernaut Royale, Realism, and Warzone Rumble. To me, the biggest updates to this Season 4 are the twists I detailed in the events for Warzone. I have become re-addicted to this game and can't stop playing on PC with my friends via crossplay. For all the details on the season, be sure to look up more information. Number 9, AT&T is looking to sell Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment Stephanie Nunnally at VG247 writes, AT&T is looking to sell Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment according to a CNBC report. The report states that the company is looking to sell its gaming division for $4 billion and that Activision Blizzard, EA, and Take-Two Interactive could be potential buyers. Warner Studios include Rocksteady Studios, Netherrealm, Avalanche Software, Monolith, TT Games, and Warner Bros. Studios in Boston, Montreal, New York, San Diego, and San Francisco, and the developers behind the Harry Potter universe. This means that the purchaser would have access to Warner IP such as Mortal Kombat, the Arcane series, and Middle-Earth titles. I can't wait to see who acquires this, and obviously from an Xbox podcast, I really hope Microsoft pushes all the cards out on the table to acquire these studios. They do not get the Batman IP, but Rocksteady Studios is clearly one of the best developers in the business, along with all their other studios, would be a huge, huge addition in the exclusive Fight Next Generation with Sony and PlayStation. Number 10, Destiny 2 Beyond Light is coming this September and will allow players to wield the darkness. Tom Sr. at PC Gamer writes, the next stage of Destiny's sprawling multi-year saga kicked off today with Season of Rivals, which is live now. Beforehand, Bungie gave us a livestream detailing plans for the game spanning the next three years, starting with the Beyond Light expansion on September 22nd. This will be the first installment in a three year trilogy of expansions telling the story of the Guardian's climactic fight with the Darkness. Each of these major expansions will add a new destination area to the game. Giant takes you to Europa, the frozen moon of Jupiter, birthplace to the Exo Machines and the site of the Deep Stone Crypt. Mark knows where the General Manager at Bungie told us, On Europa you'll meet Euramis, the leader of an empire of fallen. She's learning to harness the power that comes directly from the Pyramid ships. To defeat her, you'll have to harness that power too. For the first time since Destiny 1 launched 6 years ago, Guardians will acquire a brand new damage type called Stasis. So not just supers or new grenade, an actual new damage type in the universe. The addition of Stasis, which is a new damage type tied to the Darkness, should be a huge change. So for Guardians have become used to wielding Arc, Solar, and Void, and Kinetic in the case of your primary firearms. We don't know how Stasis will operate in the sandbox yet, but it should add variety to both your guardian super and abilities, and potentially the weapon pool overall. Director Luke Smith says that we'll learn a lot more about Stasis later this year, from the brief clips we saw in today's reveal, it looks as though Stasis will involve freezing and shattering enemies. There's more. Noseworthy gave us some more insight into what we can expect beyond the Autumn expansion. The next year, a villain will step in from the shadows in Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. That will likely be Oryx's sister, Savathun, a master of trickery who has operated from the shadows for years in Destiny's lore. Beyond that, in 2022, we will release Destiny 2 Lightfall, the climatic showdown between light and darkness. Together these three titles kind of usher in a new era in Destiny says Noseworthy, an era of darkness, and we think of them almost like a trilogy of expanses telling a larger overarching story arc together. As I haven't heard too many good things about the recent Destiny 2 new seasons, I don't feel the sudden urge to go play Destiny 2 right now, but as a hardcore Destiny 1 player and a huge fan of the series overall, I can't wait to see the reception for the expansion this fall and the years to come. Resident Evil 8 Village announced for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Jonathan Dornbush at IGN writes, Resident Evil is returning and will mark the long-running franchise's first entry on next-gen consoles. Announced via the PS5 game reveal event, Resident Evil 8 Village has a release date of 2021. Set a few years after Resident Evil 7, we return to Ethan and Maya, who now live free from the past nightmares, until tragedy happens of course. Chris Redfield turns up in their life to drag Ethan into a new nightmare situation, once again experienced via the first-person perspective of Resident Evil 7. Ethan will visit a village plagued by horrors which acts as a wider and more open canvas for fear than the cramped Baker Mansion. Capcom promises the village will almost be a character into itself, which sounds similar to the approach taken with the original game's Spencer Mansion. There will be a few new foes including what appears to be a werewolf as well as a new cast of creepy characters. It certainly seems to be taking the more grounded fears of Resi 7 and dialing it up a notch. Capcom has also promised that the action elements will be increased. There's also a revamped inventory screen which looks closer to Resi 4's briefcase design than the smaller side panel design used in RE7 and their recent remakes. Huge announcement and surprise for me during the PS5 reveal event, I love Resident Evil and cannot wait to play this game, probably in January if history shows us anything. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this week is a little different. Given timing, I couldn't share all the games that are also coming to Xbox Series X that were revealed during the PS5 event, but I will list them here and you can look up further information as you please. The following games will all be timed console exclusives for PS5, something that nobody likes in the industry, and later coming to Xbox Series X, Bug Snacks, Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, Godfall, Goodbye Volcano High, Jet the Far Shore, Kana the Bridge of Spirits, Little Devil Inside, Oddworld Soulstorm, Project Athia, Solar Ash, and Stray. The rest of these games will also be coming day and date to Xbox Series X, Grand Theft Auto V, Hitman 3, NBA 2K21, Pragmata, and Resident Evil Village. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast. Your weekly source of Xbox game news covered in around 10 minutes or this week a little longer given this is the E3 news week. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox and Ten. This past week, I haven't played anything except Call of Duty: Warzone on PC, as I'm addicted again. But I am thinking about jumping back in and playing my PS4 Pro and playing Horizon Zero Dawn, as I never finished that game. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming, and please be safe.